You're listening to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast, a comfy, cozy place for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. This is the place for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. there, and welcome back to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Cindy. Here in episode 55, I chat with Nick Fuller of iTherapy about the fundamentals of SEO. Now on to our conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast. Today, I'm joined by Nick Fuller with iTherapy, and today we're going to be talking about why uh, SEO is a great marketing strategy and some of the fundamentals of SEO. So welcome, Nick. Hey, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. Absolutely. I'm, as you said, I'm Nick Fuller with iTherapy. Uh, I uh, wear a lot of hats with iTherapy as uh, many of us small business owners do. Right. Um, but yeah, what, what iTherapy does is we, we help out uh, clinicians that are starting or growing their private practices. We've helped hundreds of clinicians start and grow their practices, especially if they're wanting to be online, that's really our, our sweet spot. We, um, we bundle together some different services to make bringing your practice online real easy. We provide one-on-one training for you and we provide a clinical consult peer group so that you can actually have a little bit of community. I think one of the few downsides of working all online is that it can be isolating. But in addition to that, we um, also can offer websites and we have a couple different helpful courses. One of them is on SEO and that's going to be what I'm here to talk about today. So. Yeah. Yeah, y'all provide a lot of really great services for therapists. And I think adding in that community aspect can really help. All right. Absolutely. No, I think that's that's really important. I'm glad it's something that we're able to offer. Yeah. And I know a lot of uh, people in general, and especially therapists, sometimes when you start talking about SEO, their eyes glaze over because <laughs> it can sometimes be this um, you know, mysterious concept and as a web designer myself, I know, you know, there's thousands of different aspects that can go into SEO and you can approach it in all these different ways. And I can see how it can get a little bit confusing. So if you were to explain maybe what SEO is in, in a really basic way, how would you do that? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, people can spend their whole careers being a search engine optimizer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's we're not we're not trying to make it complicated today. We're going to try to make it easy. Um, so SEO stands for search engine optimization, right? And basically, it's just doing some different work to try to make uh, Google and the other search engines. But we usually kind of talk about Google because where they go, everyone else follows. So trying to make Google really like your website so that you'll show up on when when someone's searching for a therapist or searching for other keywords that you might. Um, try to rank for, you want to be one of that first results. And that's what SEO is all about, trying to be those first organic results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of different ways to get there. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of different things that you can focus on. And uh, I try to focus on some things that are pretty easy. Like what's great about this kind of work and working with therapists, if you're a therapist in private practice, especially if you're a solo practice, you don't need to worry about trying to do every last thing in the world for SEO because you know you're not trying to outrank Amazon or BetterHelp or whatever. You couldn't handle like a thousand new clients tomorrow, even if you like you had that amazing <laughs> SEO, right? Yeah. So you just need to do some kind of basics and um, you know get out there in front of the right number of people so that you can fill your practice, and that's actually a lot easier than uh, than you might think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were thinking about some of the 
like I said, there's probably thousands of different ways, but what are some of the different ways uh, that are good for therapists to, to focus on when they're thinking about SEO? Sure, sure. So let's talk about uh, kind of, I think there's three sort of different elements that go into SEO, like any, any sort of SEO strategy is going to have these, uh, these three elements, right? Number one, it's keyword research, right? You got to have some idea of what keywords you're trying to rank for and what people are actually searching for, right? So uh, some some ideas, one, one really good tip there, focus on local keywords. Even if you're all online, focusing on local keywords is so much easier to rank for. It's so much easier to rank for something like depression counseling in Asheville, North Carolina, than it is just depression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's, you know, that keyword research goes a long way. Number two, you're going to do what's called on-page optimizations. That's probably a lot of like what you're thinking <laughs> about when I bet as a web designer, right? Yeah. So that's just doing some things on your page to make Google like your page and make Google want to rank your page. Also to kind of clue Google in into what you're trying to rank for on your page. Now, some of that can get a little technical, but a lot of it is actually way easy and surprisingly easy. The one kind of duh thing that you should do is make sure that you have your keyword on your page. So if you're trying to rank for something like depression counseling in Asheville, uh, or Asheville, North Carolina, which by the way, the, the keyword would be that whole phrase. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to rank for that, then you want that phrase on your page a few times, right? Yeah. That's called keyword frequency. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm just uh, nodding my head in agreement because you can have a page about depression, but if you use other words to describe it and you only have depression listed once, or you maybe don't have your address on all the pages to show that you are in Asheville, like it can, um, no matter how beautifully written your page is, it's not going to rank very well. That's a great one too. Yeah. One, one trick I use is uh, anyone that has a physical office, make sure that their address is in the footer of their website. That way it's on every single page, like automatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah. Google's looking for that. They want to know that you're a real person and not some like fly by night weirdo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a real person with a real address and you're kind of posting it everywhere, you're making it easy for people to contact you. Google's going to take you a little bit more seriously and they're more likely to rank you. Mm-hmm. So that's number one and number two, that's keyword research and the on-page optimizations. The last is uh, link building. So in search engine optimization, I kind of call links are like the currency of search engine optimization, right? Uh, The more links you have, the richer you are in the SEO world, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But not every link is is the same. Not every link is like a $1 link. There are some like $10 links out there, right? So the idea is like the more authoritative you have someone else linking to you, the the more value that link has. So if you had a media outlet like uh, Time Magazine linking to you, that's going to be way more authoritative than this other website that you put together last weekend, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The other like, and just kind of talk a little bit more about authority. Every brand new website starts out with like an authority of one. Um, I use a, a SEO tool called Moz.com. Have you heard about that one? Oh Cindy? yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they 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 everyone kind of has their own like slight name, but the concept's the same. They have a like domain authority on Moz.com, right? So that's the authority of your overall website. Every brand new website's going to start out with an authority of one, and it can theoretically go up to a authority of one hundred. But I don't even think even Google.com has authority of one hundred. <laughs> like all the the big names like Google and Amazon and Wikipedia, they're in the like mid to high nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 
again, a brand new website starts with one. You should not set a goal of like, well, I want to have an authority of 90. You just like, that's, you know, the, the nature of our business being kind of solopreneurs, you're probably not, even if you're a group practice, not going to get there. Right. Yeah. But if you look at other practices, they're probably, if they're doing some SEO work, then they're probably sitting in an authority between like 20 or 30, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's actually more than enough to fill a practice, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's glad that you mentioned that because it's it's moz.com, right? Moz. moz.com, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if you do go and check and you're seeing that you're sitting at a 20, like don't panic. Like yeah, so I think yeah. it's good that you mentioned that that like you can totally feel a practice in with having that authority of some of those lower numbers and that 100 is probably or it is very impractical. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think like there's a little bit of art to this science of SEO, and that's actually trying to kind of pick the right keywords to try to rank for, because there are, there will be low difficulty keywords that someone with a, a lower authority can rank for. And then there's the mm-hmm. high difficulty keywords, right? So mm-hmm. the high difficulty keyword is something like just the word depression, right? That's incredibly hard to like rank first page for the word just depression. Yeah. But again, if, you, if you're doing something like depression counseling in Asheville, North Carolina, that one you can definitely rank for with an authority in the 20s or 30s, something like that. It's something that you can target and, and probably rank for reasonably quickly, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would assume that if you're in a, a larger city, uh, mm-hmm. it might be harder to rank for depression therapy in New York City or something like that. Um, and you may have to get maybe a little more creative about what type of depression therapy or if there's even maybe something more specific. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a course kind of teaching all about SEO and like in that, I really kind of get into the weeds of doing some, mm-hmm. some keyword research, but the, the, you're absolutely right. I use Moz.com to do keyword research and like, turns out people in New York city, they search, they, they use NYC when they're searching like in NYC. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I only learned through trial and error, but yeah. they, there will be people that are like really like nuanced things in NYC that you wouldn't expect, like somewhere in a, in a small city in the Midwest or whatever, like online EMD therapy, you know, in mm-hmm. NYC, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're just not going to find like that, like uh keyword, you're not gonna find traffic for that in middle of nowhere, Illinois, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned doing the keyword research locally, and I can see why some of those, there may be certain terms that are just used locally mm-hmm. that can really help you out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, SEO again, like it is, it's a fantastic marketing strategy because your clients are going to be coming to you when you're, when you're starting a branding practice, a lot of times you have more, more time than money, you know, and this is something that you can spend some time doing some work yourself to kind of do a little bit of this keyword research, see what other people are kind of ranking for, see other sites, look, making sure that you have keywords on your page frequently. Another tip is to make sure whatever keyword you're trying to rank for is in the H1 or the title tag of your Mm -hmm. page. Um, I'm telling you, if you're doing just those little on-page optimizations, you'll be surprised how far that can take you if it's something that's not very competitive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you bold it down because really that on-page SEO is making sure the words are there. Like what? <laughs> and so it makes so much sense because Google wants to make sure that if someone's searching for something, they want to link them up with what they're searching for. So if if your page turns up for some type of search and then someone lands on the page and it's not talking about that and then they bounce off really quick, then that's not that great, you know? Um, and it may, right. um, you know, 
bring you down in rankings and because they're quickly able to see people are not getting what they're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Google's bread and butter business is uh, is search, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they have to be doing a good job and they have to show relevant results. So by making sure you have your keywords on your page multiple times, it's in your title tag, it shows, uh, you know, that that's what you're trying to search for and that it's relevant for that search term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think these three things that you mentioned um, are probably what therapists should focus on first and foremost, if they're wanting to, to do some basic SEO for their site. So that would be the keyword research, make sure that you're describing it in a way um, that people are going to be searching for in your area. And then that on-page optimization. So whenever they land on the page, they get what they're searching for. And then those links that can help build authority for your website. And also thinking about, because um, there are so many ways uh, that you can boost your website with SEO. Um, so I may be going to throw out a few and you can let me know maybe how they rank in importance or how, okay. um, yeah, because like I said, there's so many. So the first one I'm thinking of is blogging. And I know that not everyone loves blogging. Um, but if you do enjoy writing, that could be a way of upping the SEO for your website because you're adding more on-page content about what your clients are looking for. So what what are your thoughts on blogging? Blogging is good. I think blogging mm-hmm. is a great strategy. Like if you wanted to do more work for SEO, blogging is the thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. You should start by trying to optimize the pages, like the kind of the core pages on your website, right? So if you had service pages, those things you want to optimize on the on page, that sort of thing. But if you said, you know what, I'm kind of liking this SEO work and you know, I want to get like track for more keywords. Great. Blogging is a great way to do it. Same rules apply though. You know, you like for each blog post, I would think of what's the target keyword that I have here, you mm-hmm. know? Unless I'm really writing a blog post just with the intention of making it super juicy for social media and something that people are going to want to share or something, mm-hmm. then then otherwise it's going to be, what what is the keyword I'm trying to rank for here? Make sure that I have it on that page and then try to build links around that blog post again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And also thinking about like, if you have a social media account, like if you have an Instagram account that is linked to your website, what, um, how is that as far as how it supports SEO? That's a great, great point. Yeah, that's a super easy win, and and I highly recommend if you're if you don't already have a Facebook business page, go out like pause the podcast, go out and do that. <laughs> you know, just because it's so easy to set up and it's going to help you out so much. It makes you a little bit more discoverable in case anyone does find you through Facebook. But mm-hmm. it also is giving you a nice. Uh, it's a like a I'd, I'd kind of like a five dollar link. You know, yeah, that that link from your business page over to your website is going to be a nice link for for your website. Yeah. And even if you're not a social media person, it's not that, you know, if you set up a Facebook business page, you don't have to do anything with it. I think it can build some type of authority, just knowing that it's there and it has your address and it has your phone number. And maybe it it just has the uh, information about your business and what you do. So it's not like you have to go posting on there every day and try and build this big social media presence, but just the fact that it's there. And a lot of times when, even in the therapist Facebook groups, whenever, um, you know, someone may be tagging you for a referral, if you do have a Facebook business page, sometimes it will identify that if it's the same name and it can, you know, it doesn't hurt. Totally agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I give the same advice to my clients. And I think like Facebook specifically too, is the one where even if you kind of hate social media, go ahead and make that Facebook page, like hold your nose and make it, you know, (laughs) if you like other social media, then great. Get involved with those other places too, you know, but I think the Facebook is the one that you really ought to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there any other, um, 
you know, maybe not in these top three, but other, you know, simple things. Oh, one thing that I just thought of is going ahead and claiming your Google My Business listing. I was just about um, to say, yeah, yeah. 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 So if you were to explain if someone is like, oh, how do I even do that? How would you explain um, that they do that? Sure. So let me let you know, let's talk about just briefly what that is. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you there's, you know, what's called a search engine results page. So anytime you're doing a search on again, I'm going to use Google because they're the, the big mm-hmm. guy. Right. If you're doing a search on Google. There's going to be a couple different elements on the page. The first is going to be the ads at the top. Right. And that so those are ads. That's a separate thing than what we're talking about with SEO so far. Okay. Below that, especially if you're searching like restaurants near me or anything where there's going to be like local results, it's going to show a map and it will have all those local results. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get back to that, but just below that is kind of what, what's called the organic results, but it's the regular sort of SEO results. So everything that we've talked up to this point is, is relevant for those organic results. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, populated by Google's algorithm. That's, you know, we're trying to tell the algorithm that we're relevant for these specific keywords. That's all the work of SEO and it's all those organic results. Now I mentioned just above that is that map, right? That map is populated from Google, my business. So the whole concept of Google My Business is just uh, it's you know a way for Google to put local businesses you know in touch with their their clients. It's it's sort of uh, initially made for like restaurants and barber that sort of thing, like small local businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you can definitely use it as a therapist, particularly if you do have a physical office. If you have a physical office, especially, you should jump on this. This is maybe even more important than the Facebook business page, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. But it's really, really easy to set up. Like, if you just search, uh, I'm going to do it now. You maybe hear my keyboard. Yeah. But if you search Google My Business, um, the first result is like get listed on Google. So you click that. There's like a manage now button and it's going to walk you through all the steps. Eventually they're going to send you a postcard, like a physical postcard in the mail. And it's going to have a little code. And again, they're just trying to make sure that you're legit. You're real. You actually are at that uh, address that you're trying to register for. Once you get that done, you know, fill out all of those questions that they have there. Um, you know, add all that information and you should be on that map when people are searching in your area. Um, it's really easy to do, but it's such a huge win. And also by having that, also the organic results below, Google's going to take you more seriously again. You know, mm-hmm. um, the other thing you can do with that is there's a little opportunity to write like little blog posts or add pictures. So really good idea to add a picture of the outside of your office so people know what they're looking for when they're kind of coming to your office. You can add pictures of you, but just making short little, you know, adding a picture every now and then, maybe like a little post to that Google My Business, anything that you're doing, kind of going back to the talking about blogging too, anything that you're doing um, sort of regular just to show Google that, you know, your content's fresh and new and updated, Google's going to like that. They're going to rank you higher. So that's true with with the Google My Business and with blogging and the website. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed with Google My Business just over the past few years that they've added a lot to it to where you can customize it even more. So with mine, when I had my physical office, I had pictures of the building. I had pictures of almost leading up to my office, like all the doors that you would enter and the elevator that you would go through and then added pictures of myself and then 
I was able to put my hours, like my business hours on there, my phone number, my website. And now it has where you can add little blog posts. You can also list your services, like what types of services you have and how much you charge for those services. So, and it also has a place for reviews. And I know as therapists, we don't solicit reviews, but sometimes you will have clients that um, just on their own just want to go leave a review for you. So it also has that section. So it's, um, yeah, I definitely recommending getting that Google, my business listed. Um, once you get it set up, I think it does a lot of work for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. And all those, all those different areas about your hours, everything, go ahead, take the time to fill those out. It's not going to take you too long. You know, we're talking about maybe an afternoon of work here, but I'm telling you, it's going to pay dividends. And, and if you have all those sections filled out, Again, Google's going to be taking you more seriously. They're more likely to rank higher, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Anything else you can think of just about general SEO and strategy and why it's important? Uh, Again, I mean, you know, if, uh, if you're a little bit tech savvy, I think this is something you can do. You know, this is something you can learn about and do some work on yourself. And it doesn't have to cost any money. That's one thing that I think is really great about this marketing strategy is, you know, if you're doing the work yourself, it costs nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also compounding benefits, right? So as your your authority builds up on your website and you're ranking for more keywords, like it's going to be easier to go rank for other keywords, you know? So your 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 SEO just continually improves over time more and more so. So it's good. So it's really good to kind of work on. Um, if you're feeling, you know, a little tech savvy, I encourage you to do it, give it a shot. And then your clients will be coming to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for being here today. And so Nick is going to be back with us next week, and we're going to dig into one of these SEO strategies about link building uh, more in detail. So you can get a lot of really good information about that. But in the meantime, where can people connect with you and find out more about you and iTherapy? Yeah. Yeah. The best place would just be iTherapy.com. That's the letter I, of course, the word therapy.com. Got information there about you know, everything I mentioned in the beginning, all our different services, but also have a course on SEO, um, kind of teaching you how to do SEO, do a lot of the thing. Well, I've walked through all the different steps that I was mentioning, the the keyword research and how to do that with Moz, the uh, on-page optimizations. I start with some of the easy ones, like the, the duh, put your keyword on the page, right? Yeah. But then I get to like the more complicated stuff and you can just do whatever you feel comfortable doing, right? Mm-hmm. And then last, we get into the link building. Um, yeah. So all that's available in the course. And I try to, I try to make it fun and break it down and yeah, I encourage you to check it out. You can actually get the first lesson for free. And I made a code mountain where you can get a discount if you use that code mountain at checkout. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I hope everyone will check it out and stay tuned for next week. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 56. I continue my conversation with Nick and we talk about the SEO strategy of link building. If you haven't yet listened to episode 54, I urge you to do that. In that episode, I talk about my deep work and rest week and why you may want to consider one for yourself. I'm truly grateful that you choose to join me here for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. For more inspiration and to see what I'm up to, join me over on Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. If you're enjoying yourself here, please head over to Apple podcast and hit those five stars and I'll be over the moon. And if you'd like to work with me, join me in forest mind, my cozy small group mastermind for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. May the forest be with you.